0: Welcome to Cocktails and Capital, the working on your business podcast that feels more like grabbing a drink with your best friend. I'm your host, Sarah Tatum, that best friend. I'm the owner of Tatum Accounting, where we invite our clients to take a vacation from their bookkeeping. In this podcast, I'm going to give it to you straight. Talking points and big tips, we don't do that here. There's a bunch of noise out there in the entrepreneur community, especially when it relates to finances. And when you're trying to run your business, you just don't have time for that. And I know that you would rather be doing literally anything other than recording expenses and logging into your accounting software. So I'm bringing you practical advice without any of the fluff, just like your best friend would. So turn the volume up, grab your gin and tonic, and let's dive into this week's theme. Are you ready to take a vacation from your bookkeeping? but your business is not quite there yet at Tatum accounting. We have plans that scale with your business, making them affordable at every stage for the business owner who needs help with their accounting, but maybe is not ready to completely outsource their books. Check out our new office hours package with office hours. You get access to our private Facebook group filled with educational resources, webinars, and tools to make managing your books so much easier. The best part, private weekly one-on-one support, Jump on weekly calls with an accountant to discuss anything and everything. Pricing, expenses, QuickBooks. We're here to get your questions answered. For just $150 a month, sign up for our office hours by visiting tatumaccounting.com forward slash office hours. Or visit our show notes for the link. Now, let's get back to the episode. Hey, welcome to episode 26 of Cocktails and Capital. Thank y'all so much for tuning in today. I know we are, by the time this is posted, we'll be in the week right between Christmas and New Year. So I thank y'all so much for joining me right now during this very busy time of year. We've had a very busy holiday season already. My best friend and I went to DC last weekend and we went and saw the national Christmas tree and we did a walk around with some lights and things like that. And then in a week from now when this is being recorded, I will be in Europe um, traveling with my husband in Germany, Austria, and Italy. Um, And he is uh, currently overseas. And so we have this opportunity to kind of connect and get together and just enjoy the holidays together. So super, super looking forward to that. And of course, like the holidays are a very expensive time of year. Um, And so this episode right now is just a little bit of a way that we are celebrating big for the holidays while also saving some money. Traveling to Europe is definitely not a cheap affair, as you could probably imagine, but we've done some things that have kind of made it a little bit more attainable for us and, you know, kept us within the budget for our own trip. So Today I want to talk about some of the strategies that we've used to make this trip possible, to make all of our trips possible, because we travel a lot, and how I've done my holiday shopping while keeping in mind my own budget. So we're going to dive right in. Um, It is right between the biggest holidays of the year, so I'm going to keep this episode a little bit shorter than normal. Um, I'm going to try to anyway. Lately I've been very long-winded, so let's see what we can do here. So one of the biggest ways that we have been doing it up without spending so much money is to use our points on our credit cards for everything. We have one card that we use for pretty much all of our purchases, and we get the most amount of points with that card. It is the Chase Sapphire Reserve or preferred? I'm not sure. One of them has an annual fee. One of them does not have an annual fee. Um, So the one with with the annual fee, that's the one you want. Uh, But this one, uh, we get all of our travel points are worth um, 50% more when we book with them through travel. So we booked my flight to Germany uh, with our chase reward points. We We booked our train, we booked our flights within countries, we booked our Airbnbs, and all the other stuff. So traveling with points made it so that I, overall, I've only had to spend like I think a $1,000 on this vacation, and it is a three-week deal going between three different countries. So it's kind of a, a big thing. And then I've also used my Chase reward points with Amazon and my Amex points to buy all of our Christmas gifts for everybody because that is a whole other expense in and of itself. So use those points, travel with the points, use your cash back for shopping on different websites um, and do the same thing with your business. If you have a business credit card, I have the, I have two business cards. So I have the Amex, um, I think it's the blue everyday cashback, and those cash back rewards go straight onto my credit card statement each month. But I also have the Capital One Spark, and that one gives me an absurd amount of cash back. Um, And I've used that one to do all of our employee Christmas gifts. Uh, So definitely a option that I like to keep in my back pocket. The other way that I like to save money on uh, the holidays is by using gift cards. I know that that sounds like it's not really gonna be a huge money saver, but here's the way that I look at it. So I could go out and I could buy you a gift You, my valued listener, I could buy you a gift for like $75. You could hate it. You could absolutely hate it. However, if I got you a $50 gift card from that same store, or if I got you a $50 gift card from like a more nationwide retailer, you would be more than uh, likely to be able to find yourself something that you would actually enjoy versus something that I pick out for you. Now, I used to absolutely hate gift cards. So if you're anti-gift card, I completely understand. But I will say this, gift cards do not take as much time to purchase as a regular gift. People are able to find what they would rather have in their homes with a gift card versus what you think they would rather have. And so it's all around just sometimes a better option depending on the person that you're gift giving for than if you were to get them something more personal. The last thing we're going to talk about today in the fact of saving money while doing your gift giving or doing your holiday trips or whatever, is to have boundaries on your gift giving. I know that the holiday season can be a very stressful time and it can feel really overwhelming the amount of people that you have to shop for. I totally get that. I used to shop for so many people. I spent way too much money on Christmas gifts. And at one point my husband and I had a conversation and we just kind of decided that either the budget wasn't there or and or you can give the spirit of giving in um, many, many different ways. It does not have to be in an actual gift. So we have reduced our gift giving uh, quite a bit. And at this point, I give gifts to my clients, I give gifts to my employees and to my immediate family, and a very, very select group of friends. But I used to do gift cards for like, Everybody, anybody that I knew, would get a gift card, and that's uh, it's a bit excessive. Um, and it's not the way to kind of run your budget and run your, your finances internally. Um, and sometimes I think we get a little bit of guilt when we feel that we haven't given somebody something for that year. But just remember that there's so many other things you could do. You could give cookies. You could just you could just give well wishes. You can donate in the name of somebody. Donate to a charity, and. It doesn't have to be a ton of money. You just have to make the effort. And that's what Christmas is all about, is it's the season, it's the joy, it is the effort we're all making to make each other's lives a little bit better. And also not just Christmas, but all of the December holidays. So that is really the biggest one for me that I want you guys to kind of take heart in. And that is the boundaries on gift giving. So determine what those boundaries are for you and for your family and stick with them. And if people try to push on your boundaries, don't let them. Hold your boundaries strong in anything that you do. Um, Huge lesson for me to learn. So I know it's not easy, but do your best. (laughs) And then the last thing that I want to share with you guys is, and it's, it's really not a money saver, but again, it's in the spirit of giving. I think if you want to, make your own heart sing this season and you want to make somebody else's heart sing this season, shop small. Go to a vendor market. Go to a a farmer's market. Find those people who are local to you, who really, really want your support, who you could be their 10th order for the month. You could be their 10th order ever. And I know that that is just something that lights people up this time of year and it really, really helps them out. So think about your small local people when you're shopping this year and see if maybe the thing you're looking for can be found around the corner from you. So I hope y'all had a wonderful, wonderful holiday, and I hope you have an absolutely beautiful new year celebration. And I am going to see you guys in 2023. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and follow Tatum Accounting on Instagram. You can also do us a huge favor by leaving a review. It's the best way to support us. Let's catch up next week, same time, same place.